Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, Gilbert and Frank are joined by the legendary Alan and Adam Arkin. On The Untold Hour, Jessica Chobot and Andrew Bowser are joined by Connor Gosell, the man behind the Haunted Historian Instagram account. On Small Doses, Amanda Seals is going full cancer season this week, talking about the side effects of feelings. This week on Profiles and Eccentricity, an interview with Bill & Ted creators Chris Matheson covering his new book, His Famous Father, and Time Travel's Most Excellent Adventurers. On That Black Ass Show, W. Kamau Bell, writer, comedian, and host of CNN's United Shades of America, joins Dulce Sloan in celebrating Spike Lee's 1992 film, Malcolm X. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows, featuring hosts like Shane Moss, Miss Pat, and the Scholar Brothers. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show, and remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 8989 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 8989. Enjoy. You're listening to Comedy Central. Uh, do you guys mind if I do like a long joke? He, he, he's done a lot of short jokes. I'm just going to end on a long one. Um, so, uh, Earl, you're my friend, but there's a lot I didn't know about you. But I did some research, and it turns out that when Earl was 12, his butler, Leroy, died. And that was the guy who sort of raised him, and it was really hard on him. So when I look at Earl's persona, a guy who wears costumes and is obsessed with street hockey and wrestling, I'm reminded that what he has is a psychological problem called arrested psychological development, which is what happens when your primary caregiver dies, when you're really young, you end up stuck in the sort of child phase that Earl is stuck in. Oh, oh, right, the joke. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Knock, knock. Not your dead butler. The 80s are over. Grow up, Earl! (laughs) Benji, you're so cheap you don't like to have sex with women because that means you'd have to put the tip in.
That was Earl Skakel completely annihilating his friend Benji Aflalo. That was the last joke in an overtime victory a few years ago in the belly room. Now look, it's hard to deny the presence and the allure that is Earl Skakel. He is by far the most popular roast battler online, and somehow he manages to keep his podcast, Inappropriate Earl, in iTunes top 10 week after week. But like I said last episode, there are some intense fake real beefs going on between prominent players in the roast battle scene. If you recall last week, we sat down with Eli Sayers. Now look, that version of Eli Sayers seemed lifeless, dejected. Pat, our co-host, asked Eli, hey, when you gonna battle again? And Eli said, man, I can't even think about that right now. Like I said before, I love Eli Sayers, and I fell in love with him based on a conversation we had with Frank and Brian right before he defended his unified New York and L.A. belt last year. But this episode is about Earl, so like, why are we even talking about Eli? That's because Eli chose who he wanted to let have a shot at the belt, and he didn't choose Earl. He gave a shot to Keith Carey. Well, I think it's obvious, right? Because like Keith Carey battles all the time. Uh, Keith Carey was just out in New York prior to this conversation, and he beat one of the New Yorkers on their home turf. And most importantly, we don't even get to see Earl battle that much. And because we don't get to see Earl battle, it's difficult to understand how good Earl actually really is. So last year, I'm sitting down in the room talking with Eli for the first time. Frank's in the room and uh, Moses is in the room. And Moses says some dope shit about why Earl should be considered the champ of L.A. Moses says, yeah, I hear that. Yeah, well, I we... hear that. And Keith is my favorite battler. Okay. But I will say this. He's about, got a lot of L's. It's something else about Earl is on another level. It's almost like when people are talking about LeBron and Kobe right now. Like, oh, who's taking... Who's taking the Jordan spot? They're like, never talk about Jordan because he's on another level. And Earl in that room, just in that room alone. <laughs> yeah, he's created that. It's like if, if Alex loses, Earl Earl wanted it. And he was he was frothing at the mouth for it. And then and then and then for it to be debated if he was gonna get it or not, because Keith had a great showing. Keith beat his opponent over in New York and he had a great showing doing it. And Keith is he's I mean, two time what? And then the Roasties, he's got the, he's got the award for two time two, best battle. Yeah, from the he's a bad motherfucker. He's my favorite yeah, he's, from the Roasters. But he's, for he's that belly best, room, he's I best mean, in show. He's not the people's champ. No, I, yeah, like I, Earl Skagel. He has, issue, All right, well, he has an issue connecting. I, I, and, I, and, I, and you know, and there is also everybody's argument is valid. Because it's yeah. also like yeah, but you know, I'm saying, with minus two, yeah, the people's champ is so someone. <laughs> the people's champ is someone that fights for the people. Yeah. You that's know not what I mean? Keith. That's not Keith, and that's not Keith. Yeah. Okay, Keith's a great, bad, a great battler. Keith's a great battler. Woo, but this is for the belt, though. This is for the belt, though. And man, this shit don't say people's chance. Chill that's out. true. Oh. <laughs> I know Earl's like nine and two or something. Sometimes people got a great record, and it's because they his care more. Yeah, his, uh, his resume is a little stronger. They core. I think his resume is stronger than anybody. You think Earl's is? Earl's only battled like the top guy. But see, but I'm thinking, like, but he don't go in the Olivia belly room. Grace, though. Keith Carey, who was uh, just like who was, but I don't know. Sarah Tiana. I'll tell you this. Uh, I'll tell you this. Jimmy Europe, Carr. Jimmy Carr. Okay, but well, you know, but like, here's the thing. To me, sometimes having a good record tells me that you're more image conscious than you are about being a real fighter. Earl, if you're listening, I know you're listening, Earl, but you were you shit on me on a podcast. I heard it on Death Squad. You called me chicken shit. Oh, and you said that I'm taking the easy fight, and it, it annoyed that. me a little bit. And I, I love, love you, Earl. That. I love you, Earl. It should annoy you. It should. But I love you, Earl. But when it comes to wrestling, I see Earl as like like he's like Hogan. 
Yeah. Okay. He's, he's, he's I was going to say, he's our Hulk Hogan. He is. Hollywood Hogan. He's, he's the guy it's all built around. He's a main guy. The casuals and the marks. All these guys on the Periscope, all these guys commenting yeah. on my, my Facebook statuses, they all think he's the best. Right. But anyone who knows anything knows that Bret Hart is a better wrestler head and shoulders over Hulk Hogan. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, hey. I want to give oh, shit, the it. title shot to Bret Hart. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're calling yeah. Yeah. Bret Hart? Damn, I love it. And you know what? That's what you could do when you got the fucking belt anyways. Exactly. Look, here's the thing. I aim to win. <laughs> but I ain't scared to lose, and I ain't scared I, I to lose. That. I ain't scared to lose a belt. I fuck with that. <laughs> you gotta lose a belt at some time. Best I can do is guide that belt in the way that I think is best for the future of roasting. Wow! wow. You know what, Brian? What, 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 what did you create? No, no, no. Wow. You get it? You see what I mean? You feel that? The motherfucker Eli is taking this shit hella serious. This guy comes from New York all the way to Los Angeles, sits in Earl Skakel's house, and says, you're not worthy for the fucking belt that I created. Then went on to back up more shit talking by saying this. It is good for the future of Roasting for that motherfucker to have the belt. That's true. And he writes oh, wow. up, it ain't good and for the future. I love the way he says it. It ain't good draw. for the future of Roasting to, to, to encourage... People having people write their own joke, have people write their jokes for them, take the easy fights, all that. Ooh. It's good for the future of roasting to encourage people to write their own jokes and be a brawler the way Keith is. If I do end up losing, I'm like, shit, dude, I fucking, yeah. I won the New York belt, I won the LA belt, I created a new belt. Yeah. I want that belt to last as long as roast battle does. Yeah. And like I said, all I can do is guide it the way I feel is good for roast battle. Ugh. So whatever happens, happens. And look, I just, I'm sorry, Earl, buddy. You got someone writing your own jokes, that's fine. You can't call no one chicken shit. Jesus. I'll tell you that. Jesus. You can't. Jesus. We are tagging Earl in this tomorrow. Jesus. If you're at home and you're trying to follow along, hopefully everything makes a little bit more sense now. And I appreciate your effort. That's why I wanted to make sure you guys had an opportunity to get caught up in some of this fake real beef. This is the second time ghostwriting has come up on this podcast. It seems to be something that divides East Coast from West Coast. See, the people on the East Coast seem to think that this is a joke writing competition and 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 you can't have anybody help you or contribute to your joke writing in any way. And the people on the West Coast are like, hey, man, um, we're just trying to put on a good show and sometimes we need help. However you feel about ghostwriting, that can be up to you. But if you ever hear anyone in the roast battle community talk about ghostwriting, there's a 99% chance that the ghostwriter is one Mr. Doug Fager. So we're going to take a break and we're going to get into a battle featuring Mr. Doug Fager. And when we get back, we're going to have Earl Skakel's response. You guys may not know this. But Earl Skakel is the creator of the house hater role on the Roast Battle live show and TV show, now being played by Saudi Prince. Earl Skakel sat in the house hating seat every single week on Tuesday for three plus years. And ever since his TV roasting debut in Montreal season one, he hasn't hated, he hasn't battled. He wasn't on season two. He wasn't on season three. This guy's been absolutely missing. And after this battle, he comes back to let the whole world know exactly how he feels about what's been going on with all this roast shit. Uh, he used to work at Umami Burger. Doesn't work there anymore. These just backstory. 
Uh, he's got a dead brother. Have to say that. Make it up for Doug Fager. You know Tony Hinchcliffe. Say hi to Tony. Hey, Tony. Good to see you, I'm buddy. a big fan of Doug. I'm hoping you give him a shot at the champ at some point, Moses. Maybe, oh. I don't know how many people this kid needs to beat. I love this guy. Thanks. I'm excited. Thanks, Tony. I'm <laughs> Shit. All right. Fuck it. Uh, Dan Nolan. Why Dan? Uh, Dan's a former heroin addict. He sleeps on true. Frank's fucking couch. He's, that's, that's true. He's All these gay. He's gained about 100 pounds since he quit heroin. Good uh, job. Just a giant, giant loser. Just a huge loser. Uh, this is like Christmas morning, just one that Dan can't ruin with his crippling heroin addiction. <laughs> well, besides all that, Dan's a great writer. <laughs> he's from New York, and he's a fucking ex-heroin addict. Make a laugh for Dan Nolan! That was a that was a great thing. That was a great thing he said about you. Well, oh yeah, he's a, just a big fag. I'm gonna say a bunch of jokes about him too. All right. Uh, <laughs> so why'd you why'd you agree to this? I just wanted to do the show. I heard there were titties last week. Uh, Gentlemen, we know the rules. Who wants to go first? It's best two out of three. Doug's Doug's first. This is Dan. Remember, this is Doug. This is Dan. People always forget. It's the white thing. Uh, Let's roast! For Dan, getting women is a numbers game. The numbers are two to three roofies, depending on size. Hollywood's been going really great for Doug. He just got a new manager at the fucking seafood restaurant he works at. Whoa. Dan is what Kurt Cobain would have looked like in 2004. <laughs> All right. Doug's a failed sketch writer who works at an oyster bar. Between the shellfish and your shitty scripts, that's two things Hollywood Jews won't touch. Dan has been to prison. Dan's had so many gangsters buried in his ass that his brown eye has a teardrop tattoo. (laughs) Doug's last girlfriend dumped him after she found out he had a ring because it was a child prostitution ring. Is that true? Hey, big love for Doug and Dan. Doug and Dan. Daniel and Douglas. The Doug and Dan band. Fire Squad, who do you like? Let's start with Tone. Who do you like, Tone? <laughs> I mean, that's just an amazing battle. Two of the guys that do it a lot. I love it. Very technical all the way through. Um, very, very close. But I'm going to give that one to Doug Fager on round one. Uh, just based on consistency, all five felt good to me. It was a close one. It was a close one. So this is a three-round battle, Moses? I was down in the wave. I missed the second. Yeah, yeah, three rounds. But this first one, who do you like? All right, well, you know what? Doug, super killer jokes. Dan, too, man. This is the very two very clever guys. I feel like you got to bring it out a little fucking harder now in the second round. I think that Dan was a little more consistent, so I'm going to give the first round to Dan. But, Doug, I think, I think you still have one notch to go, and I still think you can come back. So go for it, fellas. All right. 
Round one goes to Dan. <laughs> Round two, a little bit different. They both get 30 seconds apiece to spit as many jokes as possible. You lost the first round. Do you want to go first or defer to your boy? I'll go first. You'll go first? Yeah. Ooh, ballsy. Let's roast! Dan is so fat, he doesn't couch surf, he couch boogie boards. <laughs> Jesus, Dan, you got fat. Did you go to AA or A&W? Dan, you look like your AA sponsor is Little Debbie. (laughs) (laughs) Doug's dad used to work at the post office. I'm guessing that's where Doug inherited his first-class male pattern baldness. (laughs) Coincidentally, the post office is the only place you'll ever see a sketch featuring Doug Fager. Doug's dad worked at the post office, but the only letters he ever addressed to his son were F-A-G-G-O-T. Oh, I thought it was a rebuttal. That's it, that's it, that's Dan, that's Doug. Good work. I was too busy laughing at your faggot joke. Said you forgot. Wow. You're, you're an idiot. Jamar, you're the best. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Fire us, Who do you like? Great, great battle. Called you a forgot. Great, great battle. So funny. I was fucking laughing so much at that battle. So, uh, you know, I'm going to want to... Uh, these guys can weigh in, but this is definitely going to have to go, th- you know, three rounds. It's funny. It doesn't have to. No, no, because I, I, to win in two rounds, you really have to dominate. This has pretty, been pretty close, I think. So, super fucking funny battle. Um, do you guys, do you guys know each other at all? Yeah. yeah. Do you have day jobs, both of you? Dan, what's your day job? You just quit your job. Congratulations, and heroin. dude. So, how does it feel to be untethered from your day job and out here fucking killing it on roast battle? All right. All right, well, get fucking psyched. It's round three. Try to fucking win this thing. Yeah, win. Last round. Last round. Jeffrey, who's first? Oh, who's first? Does anybody want to go first? Doug, you seem to like going first. I don't know. But you did go twice first. I'll let Dan go first. (laughs) Oh! Strategery. I think that's reasonable. All right. All you right. Ready? Here we go for the this fucking is it. win. Everybody. Here we go. Battle. 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 Let's roast. Doug's had so many foreign objects shoved inside of him, he shits subtitles. Well, Dan, it, at least your jokes can put the smack down. Dan looks like he deals with his pain by cutting his own hair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not 
not saying that Doug Fager is a child molester. He's very clearly a fully grown adult molester. (laughs) Dan was a radio DJ while he was on heroin. Because when Dan drops the needle, the hits keep on coming. Doug's dad was also an amateur boxer. His signature combo was left, right, left, left, right, left, left my wife and four-year-old son to go open up a sports bar in Milwaukee. Dan, you... Dan, you look like you have one ice cream truck for business and one for pleasure. Oh, y'all save the best for last, huh? Okay. Byron Squad, it's up to you. What do you want? Because I know what this crowd wants. I know what I want. What do you want, Byron Squad? Uh, well, that was definitely the best battle we saw tonight, for oh, sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> fucking. Not one. The coach team. Not one between the two of you. Not one clunker. So. Not everything hits a home run, but nothing nothing didn't work. So you guys really were consistent and fucking well-matched, I would say. So yeah, this is a good one. I don't know what the judges or the audience thinks, but I could see this going one more. But Let's do this. Sudden death! Let's roast! Dan used to move weight in balloons, but now he can't move because of how his weight has ballooned. <laughs> Doug was a theater major in community college. He starred in Rent as the reason everyone got AIDS. No, no, no. No, no, that's no. It, that's it, that's it, that's it. No, no, no. We're good, no, we're, no. Good, we're good. No, give it up for fucking Dan and Doug right here. The Dan and Doug show. Doug and Dan. All aside, Dan, great fucking comebacks, great jokes, great battle. Thank you. Great fight. Your winner. Doug Baker! Hug each other. Motherfucking hug each other. Well, well, well. Look who came back to save the show once again. You know, while there's probably an open mic pool party at Ross's house where all these fucking losers are so far up Jeff's ass, when Jeff has a burger, they taste it first. I'm having... All the roast battle fans, when is Earl battling? Who's Earl battling? I got people who are afraid to battle me. People want to see me battle Eli. I don't think so. Let's compare my fight card with Eli's fight card. Column A, Daddy, Jimmy Carr, done. Jesse Joyce, done. Benji Aflalo, done. Joe Dosh, well, I tied Joe, but that's because Eddie If's an idiot. K. Trevor Wilson, done. Let's compare Mr. Sayre's card. Those two belts are meaningless. Meaningless because you've got a fight card that's more padded than the 
Bro. So let me tell you this. Hey, wait a minute. I'm looking at Eli's fight card right now. Let's check out some of the names on this fight card. Who? 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 Hooper? Who? 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 And let's look at how he had to beat Hooper. In New York, in his home club, judged by his little buddies. He wouldn't have a TV credit if it... Wait, he doesn't. Anyway. I go after the big boys. I don't want Hooper. I don't want any people who should be in jail. Jeff Ross. You talk about main eventing. You talk about being the roast master. Well, guess what, Hefe? We use the same riders. So take yourself, put your robe on, call Jerron. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Boss Ross. I'm not an NBA player who's never done it before. I'm not a pro wrestler who's never done it before. I'm a guy who's been fucked over more times than a Chinese kid with a high-grade calculator can count. We will continue the podcast next week with a complete full interview with Mr. Earl Skakel. To conclude this week's episode, we will leave you with a throwback battle between Earl Skakel and Joe Dosh. Thank you for your download. Now, Earl, this is a long time in the making. Why'd you say yes, finally, to Joe Dosh? I honestly don't know why I am even up here. I mean, what can I do to Joe that God hasn't done already? <laughs> you know, Moses, that's the kind of intro you make when you're not too confident in your material. Oh. oh. That's true. Nobody's ever followed their own dope-ass intro. So let's get to this. It's one round. It's five jokes. Who wants to go first, gentlemen? Ooh. No, no, no. You're a gentleman. Daddy, you want to go first? Listen, he doesn't have long to live. Let's get to it. <laughs> That's an AIDS joke. Let's do this. Joe, Earl, let's roast. You can tell Earl's a Kennedy because his girlfriends come from the Bay of Pigs. Joe, your head is so big. If Kennedy was riding shotgun, he'd still be alive. You know, Earl, you'd make a great gay guy. All your friends died in the 80s. I do like the 80s. Pro wrestling, heavy metal, and Joe would be dying in a hospital bed. Oh. <laughs> Earl does sets at 1 a.m. so we can get a full night's sleep after the early bird special. Well, Joe, I am old, over the hill, and uh, speaking of over the hill, isn't that where you park for your spots here? Oh, boy. <clears throat>
You know, Earl is friends with Rob Schneider, and he's the Rob Schneider to Rob Schneider. Uh, Joe has auditioned twice here to be a paid regular. Mm -hmm. And honey, baby, the only time you're getting passed is when Adam walks by you in the hallway. Oh. Well, you know, the comedy store treats Earl like a homeless guy in the street. They pass him quietly because they'll feel guilty if they don't. Uh, Joe used to be an alcoholic, and he's sober for six months. But don't worry about it. He's still got plenty of Jack and Jim in his belly. You know, Earl, you are in great shape. I didn't know you could get that ripped from mall walking. I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> Joe, the only way you won't get HIV is if they take those three letters out of the alphabet. Joe Dodge, Earl Skankel, everybody. That was Jesus Christ. Uh, Eric and Adam of the Comedy Store, I'm sorry about all the mess. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the judges. Let's start with Eddie Ift. Uh, that was a tough one. Both of them were amazing. Uh, 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 Earl did have one bomb, but he killed just like his cousin did. And At least people know who he is. I don't give a fuck. Who wants it? <laughs> uh, it's tough to say. Uh, after that one, I'm going to go with Joe. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. Joe's up one. Joe DeRosa, go ahead. First of all, get up for Earl because he looks like a midget that doctors stretched out into a normal-sized person. <laughs> hey, hey, Joe said something funny. That's a first since Tiana's pussy juice came out of his mouth. about the votes. <laughs> He's the heel. Whose pussy? Tiana's <laughs> pussy. The only funny girl you've ever fucked. Oh. Hey, that's, that's me. Tiana. Thing. All right. This is a real inside joke in here. You have an inside career. Earl. Woo! Nobody's fucking with this. Earl. Keep Earl. going. Keep Earl. going. Let's go for the hat trick. Earl. <laughs> Listen, I was on national television last week, but congrats. 20 people in a sweaty and Frank attic know who the fuck you are. Listen, the only yeah. way you're getting on Netflix is if you murder somebody. Hey. <laughs> no one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> 
the fuck up. No one picks on Danny but me, Joe. All right. Huh? What? Yeah. What other credits did Bill Burr get you? Go fuck yourself. Oh, oh, oh fucking! It's a tag team, baby. You look like a. You, you know like what? A, what's that? You know what? I was gonna give it to you, you, you little fucking twinkly cocksucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Joe, I think you're great. I think so. Earl. Earl? Yeah. What? Earl? Fuck you. Why don't you give it to me, you fuck? That over-the-hill joke was so shitty, I wanted that water on your body to get you electrocuted for it. <laughs> that joke fucking stunk. What can I say? Two open micers fighting each other. Somebody's got to win tonight. Take something home, right? Uh, I'll take bombing for 800, Alex. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on, guys. Joe, you. Congrats. Three fat guys think you're funny. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Two, fat guys. <laughs> Two fat guys. He is right. You know what? I don't like either of you. Go fuck yourselves. All right. I'm going to go draw just because I don't like either of them right oh, now. I Joe, like I was going to give it to you, but I don't like how you got all fucking snippy with your fucking sober confidence right now. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, and Joe, congrats. Well, you're going to be the first, first sober failure in entertainment. Okay. Congratulations on I that. I don't like that you think you're successful enough for that body language. <laughs> uh, you look like huh? a... You look like a fucking Mr. Potato Head Ken doll. Hold on, Moses is saying something behind you. They're I, crushing you. I hope fucking Anthony Cumia tweets you into the poorhouse. Go fuck yourself. Fair enough. And Jesus Christ. I don't know where all the anger's coming from right now. I don't know. I didn't say one mean thing about you. You picked on daddy. Don't be mad at me because you only... Don't get mad at me because you only have six months to live. That's not my fucking fault. He already made that joke, sweetheart. I did. I did. I did. And it wasn't good when he did it. Joe. I can't... Joe, this is more stage time than you're worth. Moving on to Kirk. Fuck. Don't look at me. They're beating you like the fucking Thunder beat the Warriors right now. God <laughs> damn it, Joseph. Don't Jer- talk to them anymore. I re- It'd be nice if one of my friends up here got my back I know. a little bit. Jer- <laughs> this is going so well. I'm figuring at one point these black dudes are going to fuck these fat white guys. <laughs> Firing squad. Meet the... You know, go ahead. <laughs> I can't believe that these two guys have the balls to commit the career suicide that is crossing Joe DeRosa. (laughs) You're right. I apologize. (laughs) How dare you? How am I going to get booked at this coffee shop? (laughs) I fucking... uh, This has been... First of all, as a fat guy, I got to say, Earl, very impressed with your body. If you... (laughs) Could you turn around for a second and show... You should see his dick. It's amazing. Listen, look. I don't know if you see it. Earl. Earl's, Earl's got... He's got the hot girl dimples above his ass cheeks. Show it. That's fucking Show great. It. Look how big his clit is. is <laughs> uh, fuck, they were both fucking... Uh, 
They were both uh, really funny. I like Joe does after everyone. He gets the the perfect gay. I'm a little teapot stance yeah. is my favorite thing. It's adorable. Thank you. Uh, by, uh, Earl, you uh, you guys both cracked me up. But Earl, I think you took that one. Away. That was fucking great. By the way, I can feel how timid the judges are, right? They don't say anything to you guys because they're terrified. Oh, no. I thought that was... I wish... Yeah. Go ahead, Joe. Have you thought of anything yet? Go ahead. Huh? Have you thought of anything for these two yet? Have I won anything? Have you thought of anything no, for these two yet? This ought to be good. Motherfucker! But first of all, you fucking dusty Marlon Wayans. Don't the you fucking joke talk you do shit. Every time. And it la- gets a laugh every time. From like three people. And you know what? Brian, I'd say it elsewhere if you ever worked anywhere besides this fucking room. <laughs> Come on. I just played the improv like three years ago. Chill out. <laughs> No, in all honesty, though, if I do have to vote, I'm going to give it to Joe because, and only because you, you guys were neck and neck, but that fucking over the hill joke bombed so fucking bad, and that was the only thing that took you out of it, man. That was the only thing that took you out of it. It was fucking, you know, you it. That was it. That was it. Joe really would have won, and I hate giving him the credit right now. <laughs> all right, that's two for th- for Joe. Uh, Kirk, go ahead. Stay still. I'm just glad I'm, I'm like there from something? Kirk. I swear to God, I thought Eddie said something. I'm just glad I'm in the corner. I'm just here trying not to get cummed on. So <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Also, also, Joe, man, I always thought gay bashing was something else, but you're doing you're doing strong tonight. You've you have flipped it. Thank you. But uh, I got to tell you, Earl did win that round. All right. All right. That, that 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 Jack and Jim that that Jack and Jim cum joke yeah. in your stomach was strong. It got me hungry. I'm just I'm just saying it, it could have gone either way, which you clearly seem to be able to. I, I'm I'm giving this one to Earl because he's rich. If I cha- if I change my vote, can we call it a tie? It is a tie right now. It's two two. Okay, okay then. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna. Come on. We're gonna, we're gonna go to the audience for the last deciding vote. Right. Are we into that? All right. Hey, if you like this bad motherfucker over here, do something with your hands and mouth. If you like this bad motherfucker over here, do the same thing. This is what we call a draw, everybody. That's, that's called the best match you've probably seen in undercard history. Please make it loud for Joe Dosh, Earl Skankel. Show!